one final time. It is State Champs Hang Time with a season wrap-up from an incredible weekend at the Breslin Center. Uh, first off, want to say uh, big props to uh, BCAM for being a sponsor of this particular podcast. Go to BCAM.org. Lots of stuff going on right now. I know they are uh, getting ready to announce all BCAM's best and all that stuff yep. that will be coming out cool. soon. Yeah. Uh, and I also want to send a shout-out to Hungry Howie's Dough Razor. Uh, you've always been a big part of State Champs. Uh, we appreciate it. So, again, if you have any kind of fundraising that you need to do, please go to DoughRazor.com. Check it out. It is the easiest thing to do, and you will make the most money money uh, with whatever it is, a team, a school, an event, uh, just a particular fundraising event, uh, check it out. And again, we appreciate them for being a part of Hang Time. This has been our first season. I think it's been a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. uh, we have got TJ Kelly, Scott Bernstein, Jeff Dulac all in the house uh, one final time. And uh, TJ, what are you wearing there, my friend? Uh, uh, hey, hey, you got to make hey, you got to believe. You got to believe That's the right. dollar base shirt still, still smells like UP. That's right. <laughs> So, <laughs> and, over uh, Peninsula, that is. just to show you what the reach of, of you know this podcast, our friends up in Dollar Bay specifically sought out TJ to give him the shirt. It's yes. not like TJ went and bought. One. I, yeah. I got the I got the old. Are you TJ Kelly? Right, and I, 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 I so I got to definitely uh, give props off to those guys. And it, I got to make my own shirt. Show. It says Money Machine because right. that's my nickname for them. <laughs> yeah, Unfortunately, in that Class D final, they ran into <laughs> a uh, sorry in a semifinal, yeah. they ran into a basketball machine. In Southfield Christian, yeah. and just you know, really couldn't. Uh, and we will get up to the there. Test. And we'll get yeah. there. Yeah. So why don't we? What we want to do uh, for this particular show, our final show, kind of recap the finals mm -hmm. uh, with maybe some some hints and talk about a little bit of what took place in the semifinals. Uh, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back. We are going to uh, talk about our all tournament team that uh, we have kind of put together here, and we feel we got a good representation uh, in that group, some talented boys, and that uh, we'll come back on the final side, and we'll give you a little preview, kind of uh, just uh, some spitballing as to what we expect for next year, including uh, who all is coming back next year, because you never know how those tales may unfold. Yep. So uh, let's begin. Let's start in Class B, since uh, that was the final game. It was the best game. Yeah, great yeah. game. Uh, oftentimes, uh, the Class B game are battles. Uh, happens a lot that way in football, too. The final it's game. The nightcap. The D D3 football game, the nightcap, is happens to be uh, the most uh, uh, intriguing and obviously ones that you're sitting on the edge of your seat. Certainly. A lot of athleticism, a lot yeah, of talent, a lot yeah. of big-time uh, you know, showstoppers that, that, that shined under those bright lights. Yes. Benton Harbor and Grand Rapids Catholic Central. Uh, I think uh, when you look at the entire season and its whole uh, as a whole, there is no question that uh, these were two teams that definitely deserve to be there. They yep. earned their way there. Uh, and so, uh, but in the end, it was, you know, the man they call Scooby. And the Scooby. Farnham Boys, yeah, baby. The yeah. Farnham Boys the, Express. The Farnham Boys. And, uh, the you know, only a sophomore. Uh, right. But making big plays at the end, three pointer, uh, three pointer with ten seconds to go. The go ahead win, uh, yep. go ahead bucket. Yep, go ahead. Sixty five, sixty four overtime win uh, over Grand Rapids Catholic Central for Benton Harbor, their first boys basketball title since nineteen sixty five. And again, they were wearing shirts. Yep, in the Farnham Boys, the Farnham which was, Boys, which was uh, in honor of the head coach of the last time that Benton Harbor won the title in sixty four. Sixty four, sixty five. Is it Don Farnham? Yeah, yes. Don, Don Farnham. Farnham. Yeah, yep. Yep. But it was also af after the gymnasium, who's named after Don Farnham. Correct. It was. It was uh, uh, Elijah Baxter made the idea to, to dedicate it to the gym, yeah. you know, to make everybody remember that they had to be in the gym to put in the work 
to get to this point that they finally got to. That's right. Um, but that was a fantastic game. And you know, Scooby yeah. Johnson, you know, that was a good game. As, yeah. as a fab frosh last year, took Benton Harbor to the Final Four. And just, you know, i got to take my hat off to him, and, and I've been lauding him this, this whole basketball season for, um, you know, diversifying his game, mm-hmm. showing that, you know, he's a 6'6 kid who played tough in the post last year and, you know, wasn't someone that was – you know, incredibly adept at stepping outside, and then for him to, you know, uh, you know, become a more versatile player, a more versatile playmaker, and then you know, cap it off with with that game winning three. You know, it just shows that the sky's the limit for him going forward. And you know, as a guy that's six six, who knows? Maybe he'll grow another couple of inches. But you know, for the college level, he needs to be able to step Stretch out and, and yeah. do that and that's perimeter. What, and that's what he's done. Yeah. I, I, when you talk about a kid that's so young, I mean, as a freshman. Like he's he's that much better than what he was as a freshman yep, this that's year, what I'm and he was darn good as a freshman. He's still only fifteen. He, and and the other thing is, I was so I'm watching the I'm watching the game, the the replay of the game. The same shot that he missed, or the same shot that he uh, made for the game winner over Marcus Bingham, he missed over Marcus Bingham yep. to start the first quarter. Yep. And I was like, all right. And it, like immediately as soon as I watched that, I was like, all right. Not only that, he adapted in the game. And was willing when the game was all on the line. He's like, I, I can, I can do this. So pre- the presence in, in yeah. that fifteen-year-old kid, great feel in that press conference after the game. Jared Purcell from M Live said, "You know, were you thinking three the whole way?" And he said, and, and simply put, "I was going for for the kill the whole way." And for a fifteen-year-old being guarded by a Michigan State signee, a six-eleven guy, to sit there with that much confidence and knock that shot down says a says a great things about him. And another name I just want to throw out. Sean Hopkins had yes. a fantastic Final Four, and without him, you know, Benton Harbor probably wouldn't have even made it out of the semifinal, let alone the final. Sean Hopkins was absolutely phenomenal. I thought, I thought Elijah Baxter was he, – he's he another some, guy who really stepped up clutch the clutch shots there at the end of the third quarter of the semifinal. Yeah, I mean, it's great that, you know, 24 points, 11 rebounds for Scooby, but this otherwise is a Benton Harbor team mostly of seniors. Yeah. Yep. They had a little taste a few years ago, uh, and here they were able to come together and really seal a deal when really – Especially on our conversations, although we lauded Benton Harbor for the job they'd been doing, we we were always kind of picking against them, yep. uh, you know. And the fact that they, you know, were able to get over uh, the mountaintop uh, for that this particular group is very special. I think yeah. it, when you're talking about you know history and legacy, you know, before maybe the last two years and, and Scooby Johnson emerging as kind of the face of Benton Harbor basketball, you had to go back fifty. 55 years to Chet the Jet Walker, uh, who was, you know, yeah. Benton Harbor's favorite son yeah. that went on to play, you know, I think over a dozen years in the NBA and was a was a, a, a an all-star, I believe, for the Chicago Bulls. Um, but, you know, that was a long time ago. They've had, <laughs> yeah, they've had, yeah. some, they've had some other good teams. I mean, Wilson, I'll, 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 in, I mean, let's, let's go back 15 years ago. Yeah. I remember, and I think I was, well, I forgot what gamer I was covering at the time. I was in radio, and I remember getting a call and saying, um, uh, and Clyde McKinney from Lansing Everett, when when that team that with the team that they won with the state championship with Goran Sutan, um, he wound up hitting a half court jumper or a half court buzzer beater to beat Benton Harbor. And I think Benton Harbor might have been number one in that state. I know that Wilson Chandler wound up winning Mister Basketball that year, but you know they've had some other guys that have been NBA players. Robert Whaley, I think, got a quick yeah. taste. Um, but you know, I mean, they've had some. I mean, Marcus Spicer now Marcus Muhammad is the is the mayor of of Benton Harbor. So I mean, it's it you know it's 
basketball is so rich in well, Benton Harbor where we don't yeah. really realize. I'm just talking about the, the name yeah, to yeah, take yeah, him yeah, to the mountaintop. No, absolutely. To hammer his name in that Mount Rushmore. No, there's no doubt. street after him. To see the parallels, for instance, because their football program is doing the same. You know, they are on a renaissance like they've never seen. And you've got River Rouge kind of doing the same thing. It's almost like two communities that were almost just kind of tossed aside. I mean, you had an emergency manager in Benton Harbor. Right. It riots there not that long ago. Right. Yeah. Uh, they have really uh, brought it together. you got to obviously uh, credit the school and the leadership for everything that they've done, both there and at River Rouge, right. that, so that now they are just uh, in the lexicon, in the conversation. And, now, and, and I think they will be for years to And come. to Wilson Chandler's credit, you know, going back uh, you know, a decade and a half, you know, at the time when he won Mr. Basketball, there were a lot of people <laughs> kind of dismissing uh, that award. You know, this is maybe one of the worst Mr. Basketball candidates or Mr. Basketball winners we've ever had. And he went on to have a really good college career at DePaul and, and had a pro career with the New York Knicks. So. Is he even done? I mean, yeah, I think he's, he's still playing. Yeah, he's, he's with, with the, the Nuggets, Nuggets right yeah. now. So, Well, there you go. And I think we should also, you know, again... To get to the finals is obviously such a huge accomplishment uh, for Grand Rapids Catholic Central, 24-3 and three on the year. Uh, they hit some big shots. D- Daryl Belcher hit a, a, a big three yep. uh, late, late in, in the quarter. I thought maybe that was going to be the game decider. Uh, obviously, Marcus Bingham also hit a big three-pointer uh, to give him an early lead in overtime. And what about Austin Brown's semifinal game? Wow. Where he scored a career-high yeah. 32 points. What, one missed one shot? Uh, two, I believe. But... You know, I asked him after the game, you know, if, if it was a uh, career high, and he he looked right at me and said, "Yes, yeah, like yeah. <laughs> just like that yeah, range that Bingham shows though for a six ten kid and the length, the athleticism, and you know he plays with a he plays chippy, yeah, he does. and uh, yeah, he does. you know that, I, if I'm Michigan State, I'm just you know licking my licking my chops for for when he gets because he'll to, fill out. I, too, I, and I just yeah, well, hopefully, I mean, who's, I mean, it's hard think, to keep up. It's hard to keep up. I mean, you talk about a kid who was six foot one; he was on nobody's yeah. radar. And that's when one of those things when you talk about ranking kids when they're freshmen and sophomores yeah. and stuff like that. They're so far away from 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 being a finished product. Right. You know, and nobody could body. envision Marcus Bingham. If you would have said Marcus Bingham four years ago, people would say, "Who Marcus Bingham?" You know. Right. And I'm mean, ultimate trivia question, I guess. You know. Uh, yeah. Wrong. No. He wasn't there. At you know, all. TJ put me on to him after his sophomore year, yeah. and I started paying attention. And you know, goes to you know TJ's eye for talent. But uh, you know, oh, I, you. I I I, I <laughs> very check is in with, the mail. with a with a lot of um, you know I, emphasis behind this. I I firmly believe that in a in a great senior class uh, of of basketball in the state of Michigan in the class of 2018, mm-hmm. Marcus Bingham has the highest upside. I think it can be said. See, uh, yep. The one thing I, I want to give a shout out, I believe it was Cody Tucker from the Lansing State Journal wrote an in-depth piece about Mar- Marcus Bingham and where his life and basketball career was really heading at the beginning of his time in high school. And you know, this this wasn't this this fast track to being a you know a statewide known high school basketball player. He was going down the wrong path in a certain sense. Uh, grades in school wasn't exactly at the the top of the skipping school, you know. And, and yeah. he he took his life and turned around from being being somebody who you know maybe he graduates, maybe he plays basketball, maybe he doesn't. Falls through the cracks. So, yeah. Same thing with Travion Maddox at Novi. Yeah. Had a tough couple first years of of high school, grades wise, behavior wise, and he just you know put it all together and took Novi to the Final Four this year. Two big time game winners, right. and you know kind of because, parallels that because story. people invested in yeah. him. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and if you're Marcus Bingham, you look at yourself going from that to being not only you know being six eleven, not only just being a good basketball player, but being a Division one recruit and being able to qualify academically at a school like Michigan State. 
it says a lot to, to to the job that Marcus has done, the people Marcus has around him. To, yep. to get TJ Meerman's done a great job. Right. It's the same thing with, you know, you could see that story playing out at the next level. And when we were talking about the, the Houston guard. That, uh, the man bun? Rob yeah, Ray. the man bun. Rob, yeah. Rob you know, and, and, and his path to where he ended up, you know, which ended up through, I think, junior college. And yeah, then, so, you know. To, so if you're looking for a good piece, yeah. go, go read Cody Tucker's piece. It yeah. was a great read. So we do want to we want to shout out uh, Catholic Center for what they did. You know, Belcher and Bingham had 21. Bingham Palakovic. had 13. Palakovic. Points. Palakovic, 12 yeah. and 12 yep. in that game. So, Palakovic with uh, a Palakovic game. Yes, yes, yes. exactly. So, <laughs> yeah. I mean, good, good for them. Uh, and uh, we'll see. Uh, we'll talk about you know uh, what we believe next season and that beyond at the end of the show. So let's move over to Class C, uh, Detroit Edison, Maple City, Glen Lake getting together. Uh, I know there was a lot of uh, you know we we, we kind of went back and forth as to who we were going to see play Edison right. in the final, uh, but uh, it certainly was um, a, a great performance by Glen Lake to get there. Uh, you know, one thing I was seeing is that the PSL has about thirty. Boys basketball championships, you know, MHSA date back to like 25 uh, when they started this. Most of them are A and B. It's rare when you see kind of C. You see some D's, you know, Rogers when they had their little run, some of that. Yep. Um, but City. Uh, yeah, City. Exactly. City, yeah. Detroit, right. But, uh, you know, entering the postseason with a, a 500 record. Only the fourth team in MHSA history to enter the postseason with either a 500 record or, or below yeah. to, win, uh, to win it all. Yeah, nineteen. Yeah, they joined nineteen thirty-three Grand Haven, nineteen sixty-seven Menominee in Class B, and sixty-nine Marquette Baraga in Class right. D. And uh, the uh, Pioneers also became the third to enter with double-digit losses and win it all. Uh, Menominee was six and ten in part because they had four forfeits uh, at the end of the sixty-seven regular season. So Hold they, on, they, they well, were forfeits. And 10. They, I know. I don't know. You mean they were doing that back then. Well, no, you know, they didn't have. Snow, oh, I don't know. They uh, didn't have like snow tires or something <laughs> that, that they get to the game. I don't know. Right, playing twenty-five-year-olds. Uh, Baraga was eight and ten in sixty-nine, and they finished sixteen and ten. But for what Edison was able to do, obviously PSL champions. Uh, which uh, really just propelled them there. That run um, in the PSL tournament kind of foreshadowed everything going 13, forward. Twelve of thirteen, you yep. know, to to its final thirteen and the season. Uh, just uh, what a job uh, yeah, by and, those guys. And one thing that Bo Neely talked about at the at the end of the in the presser um, at the at the semifinal, well, he talked about the strength of the PSL and how it got them got them really got them ready. How he and wasn't it, worried at all about yeah, that record. Right? Yeah, and the other thing is, I mean, Neely has been there before. You know, his guys. I met they went to the semifinals last year, and Neely himself has been there as a yeah, player. As a East player, Catholic, won a championship with East Catholic under the great Dave Souls. Dave Souls. Yes, it's right. just nice to see the boys' basketball program catch up with the girls' basketball program. There you go. Right, right, there right. you go. So I mean, you know, I know they had a lot of pressure on yeah. their hand, but yeah, I mean, just in the PSL tournament, they they beat Pershing. Cast Tech, Mumford, and Renaissance. That's going to get you ready for the state tournament, yep. especially in Class C. Yep. Um, Persian again, the the regional semifinal. I mean, you know, played four times and split, lose, lost the first two, and then come back. And I mean, they won pretty. That 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 regional semifinal game was pretty good at Bishop Foley. Yeah, yeah, and here they did. You know, the one this one fifty three thirty eight. So they they won it in pretty convincing fashion. Even though you know Glen Lake. Give them credit, twenty four yeah. and three. Yeah. You know, I would a good team. Unfortunately for Glen Lake, uh, they lost their their kind of the heart and soul yep. of their team uh, for four minutes in the third quarter. Kate yep. Peterson, Kate Peterson yep. going up for a rebound, came down on uh, you know, sprained his ankle or maybe worse. Twenty eight, twenty five at that point, and yep. uh, had to go out for the last half of the third quarter. Yep. Came back in the fourth, but obviously was 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 very hampered uh, by that injury. And it was yeah. like he's their heart and soul. They were exposed, right. and yep. and uh, Edison went for the jugular at that point, and. And uh, I just I would really like to see what that game would have turned out if 
Peterson yeah. would have been healthy the whole way. Could have yeah. been like we had him be yeah. something mm-hmm. going all the way down to the end. And if you look at that out. semifinal, what is it? Is Reese Hazelton, uh, Xander Okerlund, and Cade, they scored all their points. I yeah. like Oakland. Uh, uh, yeah. TJ was shouting him out the last couple times yeah. on the podcast to, to look out for this kid. And, you know, he, he's, he's slender. But as uh, a guy that's just a junior, is, and he, he he comes off very fearless. Yeah, Someone nineteen points, seven boards. Isn't going to be intimidated by his kind of lack of size or weight. I mean, yeah. he comes out there and, and he's a gunner. You I mean, he made up. some really good passes. You know, I'm looking at. I mean, he had an he had an assist early in like from a half court assist. You know, where he just found the seam right up the middle for for a smooth layup. I mean, he really does a good job of. Uh, I'd like to say uh, picking his spots or, or he knows his spots on the floor, and he and he did a great job. I even watching him in the. In the semifinal, his first three shots didn't go down. They went in and out. One, I think, one went off the back of the iron. But then after that, he was like, "All right, now I have to start finding my rhythm." You know, and it was one of those things. Sometimes you need a couple of those shots to do. I know that if it was me, I stop shooting. I'm like, "Hey, I'll just play." Defense. Not overcome by the moment. Yeah. Yes. And it was nice. this was their first championship since '66. So yep. it had been a long time coming for that little community. So they were fired up, but on uh, that they were there on Edison's side. Yeah. You know. I, what P.J. Mitchell did in the third quarter, they were down yeah. 25. Uh, Glen Lake went ahead 25-21 with yep. about five minutes to go mm-hmm. uh, in the third, and P.J. Mitchell just took over yep. the game. He scored 12 straight. Yep, 17 um, overall, three steals. And uh, hit, Six th- of hit, 12. Three three point, hit yep. three triples in, a, in about a four- or five-minute span. Yep. Had two steals that went in for layups. Yep. And you know, he, you know, he was a personal backbreaker. Yeah. Um, and then when Peterson went out, uh, went out of the game, Mitchell uh, you know, pushed it even further. You know, Pushed uh, his foot on that uh, accelerator uh, even more, and uh, you know took took Edison to the finish line. And then in the fourth quarter, you had a couple nice um, slam dunks by by Gary Solomon and Brian yeah. Taylor. Yep, and, and exactly. Spider Johnson mm-hmm. as well. Yep, Deontay Johnson. I, th- I the think the seniors. Yep. I think yep. when we and we'll talk about this a little bit with Southfield Christian and Buckley. But when you look at uh, when you take a team from the west side and, and a team like like Maple City Glen Lake, and while it was somewhat close, while they were somewhat in striking distance. When you're watching Edison go down the court, you know three straight times, I think, and throw down a, a vicious dunk, it's pretty demoralizing when you don't see that on, on a game in game out basis. I will say this: like Glen Lake is one of the more athletic teams. Yes, you yes. know, Reese Hazelton in that semifinal when oh shoot, what were they playing when uh, they were Saint Monroe Saint Mary Monroe yeah, yeah. Saint Marys? Yep, like. He was looking over. Was at, he was looking over. He was looking over at their at the, at the crowd at yeah, the Monroe yeah. St. Mary's crowd. Yeah, he, like like, like yeah, what? that three was like, for you. What? Yeah yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean he, he he came out there and I was like oh look at the sophomore. He's, he's one know? of my favorite players. Yeah he's got some swag on yeah, him. Does. I met he, he's probably got the most swag in all of TC right. Traverse City. But when when you look at a team like Edison <laughs> as they're pulling away and they're throwing down some of these dunks and kind of you know they're they're kind of yeah. going right back at them with that same type of swagger. It it can be a little bit demoralizing down the stretch of a big game. And right. I think that's kind of what yeah. you know helped Edison kind of start pulling away. So yeah, there's no doubt. When, so Edison, when Edison's confident, there are yeah. only about oh, three yeah, or four yeah. teams that can beat them. And yeah, it's yeah. nice when you got PJ Mitchell, who yeah. who is I, I I met quite arguably I met after winning a PSL title, he had a lot to do with them beating Pershing. He had a lot to do with them in the semifinals and finals winning, and hats off to him. I've yeah. had tons of experience. And we've been and, a little critical of him, too, on this yeah. podcast, and, and credit to him because he's had a really, really good run. And he turned it around quick. Phenomenal. In that first half, he wasn't just missing shots. He, were, he was missing them. <laughs> they were bricks, man. He was yeah. building a house in that first half, and then the second half it was nothing but net yeah, and yeah, just yeah. playing aggressive yeah. defense and, and just you know imposing his will yeah. uh, right. on the floor. Yeah, it was spread out. No. Team victory, 
Yep. Uh, they all earned it. Edison becomes the fourth school to celebrate both boys and girls mm-hmm. MHSA championships in the same school year. Uh, Pioneers girls won their second straight Class C title last weekend. Edison joined Country Day teams of 89-90 and 95-96, Flint Northern teams of 94-95, and Flint Northwestern teams of 83-84 and 84-85 in that achievement. Those Flint, those Flint teams, man, in that, in that, that run, boy, I'll tell you, it was uh, – we were talking. I'm kind of surprised impressive. that there's not a country day team in that mix. There is. Oh, there is. 89, 90, oh, 95, okay. 96. Okay. Yeah. Two of them. Yeah, well, I think it that, might have been that a class C back then. That was yeah, Pe- Peggy Evans and Chris Weber were both right. uh, yeah. at school That's right. together yeah. at the same but, time. Yeah, Mr. and Miss Basketball. Yeah. yeah. You talk about like, two of the top players in the country on the same, going into the same school. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Good stuff. All right, let's go to Class D. And uh, Southfield Christian and Buckley getting together. Buckley there for the second uh, straight year. It, it's hard to believe. It blew me away when I think it had been three years, three seasons since such, Southfield Christian had got yeah, to the such finals. Such a long drought. Yeah. You know, yeah, I mean, it's, well, my heart goes out that yeah. for that the was a ten point victory. I mean, that they, wasn't a ten point victory. Right. Yes. Right. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, it was the fourth time in seven seasons, but to have three in a row just seemed odd. Yeah. But you know, we saw what it was. You know, they went to Class C. And, and uh, you know, and then last year lost on a you know miracle heartbreaker. Yeah, yeah. but uh, you know they talk about a team that starts hot and just ba- almost buries you in the first ten minutes. I mean, it was yeah. amazing. What I mean, well, Beverly Harla- had twelve straight yeah. to start it, the it, game. We, I think it's it fair. was twelve nothing, right? Yeah. yeah, he scored the first eleven yeah. points yeah. Uh, and eleven of the Eagles' first fourteen. H just in the finals. Not saying what he did he, he in the semifinals. And his, his overall stat line was incredibly impressive. Yeah, I got it. 23, 23 points, points, seven rebounds, eight, eight steals, block, six, blocks, six blocks, and four dimes. Yeah. And, and when we brought up yeah, that stat line impressive. to South yeah. Christian coach yeah. Josh Baker, yeah. he had a little bit of a smile on it like, all right, this is what he does when he brings it every single game. Yeah. And, and, you know, Harlan had a little smirk on his face during that press conference and you know, he, he is a supreme talent. He came over from UD Jesuit, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, he was averaging 30 a game on the JV as a freshman. Right. Yeah. And now he's over with South Southfield Christian, and I mean, this is the only team I think that could have played with Clarkston (laughs) down the stretch. You know, like if if we could have had, they beat up on West Bloomfield, who was an OAA uh, red uh, competitor to Clarkston, and only lost by six to Clarkston. Certainly beat River Rouge handily. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Oh, that so, was that was a beatdown. Yeah. Well, people talk about them going up to uh, possibly going back up to C. I was like, I'd like to see them in B. I would too. <laughs> I mean, I mean, true. depending on who they're going to bring in, I mean, uh, you know, I mean, they uh, let's say this: they, I mean, after Bubba Humphrey, I mean, they don't really have a, a, a phenomenal freshman. Humphreys is the only, I mean, this junior the class that they have yeah. is is pretty good, though. You know, yeah. I mean, you have Caleb Hunter and yeah. and and Harlan. We'll yeah. say this: backcourt wise, they can compete with anybody, and they can play in B. Yes. They just don't have a formidable post player, and they really never have um, that yeah. that that can really. Hold it down yeah, in so class B. If we would have had an Edison Southfield Christian final, that would have been a and they fun played, to watch. Yeah, yeah. They, they played, played in the, oh, the rims the, wouldn't have been hurting. I know they that. played over yeah. the holidays. And I think Edison won by like five or six. Oh, or did seven, they? Okay, yeah. oh, that's interesting. Okay, well, uh, that's a good but game. On, on Buckley, and that's in December. On Buckley's yeah. side, uh, Denver Cade, you know, their all-state uh, cornerstone bound just didn't didn't yeah. play great in the finals. And uh, you know, other guys like Jason Weber who did play great. Yeah. But if you kinda had Weber playing his A plus game or sorry, what, yeah, who did jo- I say? Jason. I said Jason. Uh, Joey Weber, brother. sorry, I'm thinking of Chris Weber's brother. Uh, <laughs> Joey Weber, who played great he had twenty six, I believe. Yeah, he, um and yeah, if, and if Cade could have just kind of brought uh, a little bit more to the table, um, you know, I think they would have had a better chance to, in that, to compete with Sophocles. In that semifinal game. Only, I was only amazed. Had two points at the half. I, yeah. I was amazed. Look at all the foul trouble. Austin Harris and Denver Cade are their two leading scorers. Yes. 
both have three fouls. Denver Cade picks up his fourth foul in the third quarter. Early in the third. Early in the third. And Austin and they were, had to bring them back. And, yeah, and he was hitting some big shots. It but it was one of those things where, hey, is bu- bu- how Buckley made it out of there, how yeah. everybody stayed out of foul trouble. They brought in Brock Lesnar and wound <laughs> yeah, up just exactly. going nuts. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, I give them credit, man. They 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 felt they had a little they had a comeback, you know. They and, never quit. Uh, they, they never quit. They scored, I think, the last six points of the game right. to make it respectable. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. What do you rank this Southfield? Christian team as to those from the past who've won championships. Well, I, I I did a little story about that exact question. That's why I'm asking. And uh, when I mm-hmm. talk when I talk to uh, a number of people within the Southfield Christian community, both ex players, current players, coaches, Lindsey Hunter, uh, the former uh, you know retired NBA vet who was an assistant, yeah, assistant from um, Southfield Christian, now an NBA assistant. They, so they looking to fast yeah. track. They each had their own strengths. The 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 first three P group. Um, were, were, they were a very cohesive unit all three years. Yep. Um, they played great team basketball. Great um, shooting on, on a couple of those teams. Really, really Chris good outside Dewberry, shooting. One of yeah. my favorite players. This group was, uh, according to you know Coach Baker, and some, it was a better defensive group. Um, more assists. They averaged 20 assists a game. They shared the ball better. Mm-hmm. Um, and probably top to bottom Division One talent. I shouldn't say probably. No question, top yeah. to bottom Division One talent. This group takes the cake over, over the first group. Um, but you know, I think it's a toss-up uh, uh, when you, if you put these two teams together, or sorry, if you put them on the same floor and, and match them up against mm-hmm. each other, you know how 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 that how those contrasts would would uh, right. you know uh, play out in, See, in a in a, four, in a thirty-two minute game. If, if we're looking at, I look at the team that you know won its third straight state title. And they had Cam Gardner and Marlo Brown. You know, that was a team that I think physically you know got up on you, and I think they could have caused the Southfield Christian team a lot of problems. Was, was D'Angelo White on that team too? Yeah. Was it? yeah. Is that his name? D'angelo no, DeMarco. 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 Yeah. He, six, was, on seven, la- he six, was on the last two. He was, he was probably the only right. true post player they had. He's a 6'8", six, 6'9", yeah. six, type of shot-blocking guy. Um, and he had really, he had really good uh, Final Fours. Yeah, he had yep. fantastic Final You know, I think those teams would have beaten this team, and it's just because of how, how gritty and, and he was one of the people oriented I to. this team was. Well, yeah. If Caleb Hunter's knocking down four threes yeah. uh, from outside, that's going to have to bring well, you out. So that's going to spread the floor, which is going to, you know, and I again, think I think that Big they, Lynn and Little Lynn will well, say something about the right, right. Caleb Hunter, But I do want to say also, uh, just in the final four, too, Dejan Humphrey, you know, as that, you know, extra. He's the next, he's the next guy. Sophomore, yeah. you know, played well, 11.7 boards in the, in the championship game and made, you know, again, when everyone else is. is has drawn the defenders, you know, he can make plays when necessary. And, and again, was, he's and young, was, huge yeah. experience. And he, was, and he was talking a lot. Hold on. Let's not forget Bryce Washington. All of a sudden, he, now he's the all-time leading scorer for uh, for, for Southfield Christian as yeah. well. And, and he was the and, a Class D player of the year last year as right. a junior, uh, you know, for the, by the, from the, you know, the AP gives out an award. He was the player of the year for Class D last year. Yeah. yeah. The one thing I want to say, and regardless of, of whether Southfield Christian moves up from Class D to Class C or D to Class B or doesn't move up at all, Please get out of your conference. Yeah, do, yes. do a, yes. I would yes. love to go see some uh, real Catholic regular League season C- games. If a Catholic League Central, if they went into that, the Catholic League Central, awesome. and you saw you had Catholic Central, Brother Rice, Orchard Lake, St. Mary's, UDJ, Warren DeLaSalle, Salle, yeah. and Southfield Christian. Bring a six I would love to see. Even Southfield if they were Christian just in the, the division they, with Divine Child and, and Arbor Gabriel yeah. Richard. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I mean, that's not that. That I mean, that there are no slouches that's there. What, I mean, Divine Child still went to the quarterfinals. That's what I'm yeah. saying. Yeah, that would be much yeah. better. Loyola lost much, to the state finals. Improved. I mean, the, right. the state champion Depso. Yeah. So yeah. and if yeah. anything, it'll make those teams better. Uh, who are you know perennially in the that CD? Yeah, I would, uh, class I would just too, love to see. Right. You know, yeah, I know. I agree. The Southfield Christian wars with Inner City Baptist back in the day were great. But Inner City Baptist isn't what they were, 
and Southfield Christian is just rolling people. I know, I know Parkway Christian kept it close in the game this season, but I would still like to see Southfield Christian you know, move up in their, their competition. The Since play. Baker got there, they've only lost one, one league time. game. And, that was and it was about 50-49 to yeah. uh, Inner City Baptist. Yep. And the uh, the inner city Baptist gym with, with with the auditorium the stage, yeah. yes. you know, right there. Yes, so. a la brother rest. <laughs> exactly. So, uh, and I do want to give one final uh, shout out again to Buckley, and uh, this two year run has been yeah. very impressive. Along with Cade, I, I mean, Joey Weber really had a great uh, couple of games: mm-hmm. twenty six points, eight boards, three steals in the finals. Uh, senior Austin Harris uh, had fifteen and seven. Uh, they had three guys, four year varsity players. All thousand point scorers. Yep. So I mean, it's it's great as a group. You know, they just happened to run into some buzz saws in yeah. Powers North Central last year and uh, Southfield Christian this year, and it's just that's the timing of this generation. You know, that's got to be but a demoralizing. In other feeling. years, they would be a team that would probably be saying or two, maybe three times state champs. I think just about anybody would be sitting there with a smile on their face. All right. Powers North Central, everybody's graduated. And then right. look right around the corner. Well, I mean, you think about what a grind yeah. Yeah. it is to get to the finals. Yep. Just right. in the playoff run. To get there is a huge And they had Glen Lake in their league. And they right. beat Glen Lake twice. Yeah. Right. You know, I mean, they exactly. just, it's, it, it's a testament to Buckley is. Yeah. And not only that, I think what you're talking about with a cohesive unit, that those guys really played well. They believed in themselves. I remember their coach talking about uh, the big fella, um, I believe, uh, Ridge Beeman, or excuse me, uh, Nick Hume. Yeah. Um, you know, and he was talking about, like, hey, we need, this is what we need you to come in there and do. Yeah. And on a, 50-50 on how he was going to play, like he bought in when he needed to buy in, and yeah. so much of of everything that you're involved with team sports, yeah. that's what you, that's what you need to do if you're going to have success. And yeah, hats off to Buckley for right. what they're well, doing. Where the storyline is going to be Clarkston's four year run, which obviously is insane. Yep. Uh, Buckley went seventy four and twenty five over the last four seasons, forty seven and seven over the last two. That is nothing to shake a stick at. That yeah. a stick at that is impressive. Yeah. And uh, unfortunately, you know, Southfield Christian is just, you know, incredible. Yeah. And and that's just it. So just the force uh, that, that's, that will be lost in history. They'll just remember Southfield Christian. But there's the force uh, of nature. When you're talking about small school basketball in the state, I mean. It, in the history of, of the MHSAA, I mean, those, these Southfield Christian teams yeah. can make a serious argument yeah, yeah. for being th- – that's it. They're, yeah, yeah. they're the it factor. Yeah, no doubt about it. Yeah. All right. So let's uh, – before we take our uh, our first time out, let's wrap it up with Class A and uh, the, the Wolves show that it was both days – and uh, Foster Lawyer was a five-alarm fire. He practically burned <laughs> the Breslin Center down to the ground with his shooting. Right. And, and, and just – in such quiet fashion. He was 26 you know? of 36 just, for his 82 points over those two games. Yeah. Didn't even take 40 shots right. to get 40 points in both games. That's right, it? 42 in the semis, 40 points in, in the finals. And Seven assists in the finals. 30 so. points in the first half, I think, in, the, in the finals. Yeah, I remember at some point I was— we, I mean, 28 it, points in the first it, half. It, I mean, it looked like— it, 29. Yeah, 29. I mean, yeah, yeah it, at some point it looked like he was going to break Appling's all-time record. Right. I remember asking you on press roll, hey, what did he have in the quarterfinals? Because I'm looking and seeing what the finals week— and yeah. Joe Bear, I think, had 128 points yeah, or something yeah. like that. But it was one of those things of like, what record is he going to break? Right. And people, like, people are texting me. They're saying, "Oh, he's going to go after Appling's record." You know, and it was, it was he it was, could have. He was yeah. unaware if of he it. Really wanted yeah. to. Yeah. We talked about him. We talked about it with him at the press conference. He said, I didn't even know what the record was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I mean, that was in my 81 mind. 81 to 38. Have you ever largest seen largest margin of victory? In a it was a running clock. I've never seen. Yeah, running clock in the state championship. Yeah. 
Which, which, and again, is no is no uh, huge jab at Holland West Ottawa. No. Clarkson, they had a heck of a year. Clarkson, yes. you put Foster Law, you put the the, the three of us yeah. and Lou Batante, the owner of, of State Champs. <laughs> Foster Lawyer takes us to the State Champs. Right. I don't care who in you have. Class a. In, I don't care who you have on the other side <laughs> right. uh, of uh, on the on the opposite sideline. You could put the 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 Flint Northwestern teams with Glenn Rice. Uh, who everyone says could be the greatest team of all time. You could put those purging early '90s team with Carlos Williams and yeah. Todd Bergen and Willie Saginaw Mitchell. Teams with Draymond. You could put, you could put yeah. any, you know, any group uh, across uh, on the other on the opposite sideline to this Clarkson mm. team and. Maybe the, the Jalen Rose, the Jalen yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It doesn't yeah. matter. Foster Lawyer was so dialed in, he was so locked in. Yeah. Nobody was going to stop him. Yeah. Nobody mm. was going to stop. Sean Leonard's a big strong dude. Yeah, Jalen would have just yeah. manhandled him. Here's the scary thing. Put, put, picked him up and put him down. Here's the scary thing. I know Clarkson won by what was it, forty three. Yeah. You know, last year's team was better. They were. Yeah. Which says worlds about they were what this run. Yeah, and and Class A's and let's say this Class A semi. I thought the class the Class A semifinals of the last four last year were pretty much mirrored the Class B competition that we had this year. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, you had Grand Rapids Christian, which is a phenomenal team. Right, I mean, Xavier Tillman. Kind of. Yep. Yeah. Lawyer so. was on such a mission. Yep. There was nobody right. that was going to stop him. Yes, Fife is coach for thirty six seasons. Uh, he's never had a run like he's had with Foster Lawyer uh, running, said, the, he, running the point. Uh, 97 and 6. Which probably means that he's way better than Dane Fife. I mean, if it comes down to it, I mean, it just winning records. You know, well, I'm a Dan Marino fan, but I can't argue that John Elway is better. But Dan said at the, you know, said at the press <laughs> Dan said at the press conference. Gotta have that, a ring, man. That these last yeah. two years or last yeah. four years, yeah. Foster Lawyer took a very good program and made it a great program. And I, I want to go on a, a, a mini rant because yeah. I, I feel like this this kid gets so overlooked, and he should go down as one of the all time best Clarkson basketball players. And that's C.J. Robinson. Yeah. If C.J. Robinson wasn't playing right next to one of the greatest high school basketball players in Michigan in the state in the history of the state, C.J. Robinson would be easily looked at as one of the all time Clarkson greats. And I, I look at just how good of a player he was, how good of a teammate he was. You know, last year in the in the finals against Grand Rapids Christian, he wasn't asked to score, and he. Played great defense on Dwayne Washington. Was probably a really big key by the one of the title last year. I just want to throw out C.J. Robinson is one of my as a starting backcourt uh, lawyer and and uh, Robinson in three years as, as a starting backcourt seventy and three. Yeah, yeah they shot fifty nine percent in the finals. Yeah. Uh, Robinson had eighteen. C.J. Robinson Taylor Curry is nothing to shake mm-hmm. a stick yeah, at. And he's he's going to have yeah, a he, good yeah. Big Ten career. Yeah, he even, had thirteen and knocked down the three and knocked down. Hey, what he, he saw Walsink or something like that coming in and he was like, ah, I better uh, let me <laughs> yeah. let me see if I can knock this down. If right. I miss it, I miss it. Yeah. If I, in his four appearance at the Breslin Center, he had four double doubles. Yeah, so. Yeah, and and last, year, last year's final four and this year's final. Four. I think we should uh, give the Panthers, you know, some credit. This yeah. was their deepest postseason run in program history. Uh, Xavier By Wade, far. you know, and uh, Liam Cavanaugh were kind of their, their guys. Yep. That uh, uh, I mean, it's just what are you going to do? Uh, yeah, Bosma was just came up a, yeah. a little, a little, a little short. And yeah. maybe sometimes there's a little bit too much pressure to go out there and do some things. And I think the other thing is Clarkston can go out there and they can. But they I didn't can think they'd in. get there. Right. Yeah, I didn't think they'd right. get there, so they proved I, me wrong. Yeah, that was one of the few predictions I actually got right. Was yeah, West did. Ottawa making it to the finals you and losing? Did. Yep, that fifty but, cent piece. Right, <laughs> but yeah. you know the one thing I really liked about what West Ottawa head coach Steve Windemuller said um, was about his team was you know Clarkson's got a bunch of Division One guys. You know, Holland West Ottawa is a bunch of dudes. They got yeah. a, they got a Division One baseball right. player, an All State football player, yep. and a couple of guys who are going to go play D- Division Three basketball. So that is a, a a credit to that team to make it as far as they did. And yeah, you know nobody wants to go out with a forty three point loss, 
But that was a heck of a season for Mustafa. Right, because in the end, they're going to think about what they did as a group, yes. as a team, and uh, the fact that they gone the farthest than anybody else in their school's history, a, which has been around a long time. Yes, and it was so, a really good yeah. semifinal game against Novi. That was a really entertaining I mean, game in my yeah. opinion. Again, very, I didn't, I mean, I didn't went, think they had went a in chance. Yeah. I thought yeah. for sure Novi yeah. had that one. I was yeah. shocked when I heard that they well, lost. They were up with three minutes yeah, to go. And, then, yeah. and Maddox had the opportunity to make it three in a row, too. I just want to end this conversation with one thing, and I guess I'm kind of calling out some of the coaches in the OA Red right now, which is a great conference and a bunch of great coaches. But when I heard today that uh, in the voting last night for all league that one of the coaches, and it's it's an anonymous vote, one of the coaches didn't vote for Foster Lawyer as as all conference. I got to scratch my head and, and say, you know, what's your agenda? I mean, he did not vote. Maybe, for maybe, one, maybe. It was an anonymous vote, yeah. and one of the coaches uh, in the OA Red did not vote for Foster Lawyer. Are you saying oh, Dan, Dan, Dan Fife voted for CJ instead of Foster? He's like, hey, you know, <laughs> hey, Dan's been. Get, I mean, uh, Foster's been getting all these accolades. Maybe what, I'll throw my boy. What kind of point? My guy, you, what, what kind of yeah. point are you trying to make? Right. I mean, that, right. That, that, right. Agreed. That undermines everything you stand for as a coach. Everything that 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 league stands for is, is saying one. It's one of the best leagues uh, in the state. Um, it's disrespectful to not just Foster Lawyer, but everyone else that's on that all-league team. Right. Yeah. You're, te- you're, you're telling me in, in good conscience that Foster Lawyer doesn't deserve to be all-league. He's Mr. Basketball. Right. He just did what he just did at the, at, at the Breslin yeah. Center. Right. And on the day or two days afterwards, you go to a vote and you don't vote him in yeah. as all-conference? As all you, yeah. Timo- you say Timothy O'Leary should start coming out here and singing he songs? Be, he should be ashamed. <laughs> Whoever that is should be ashamed of themselves. I, I agree. Right. And, uh, you know, for what it's worth, Foster Lawyer is in San Antonio right, right. now as he is going to take part sure in the high school three-point competition. That's not sour uh, grapes. I don't country. know. What is. And I think he's got yeah. a great shot at winning. Yeah, that would that would be that'd be something. I think that he's he's got such a competitive competitive spirit. Right. And not only that, I think that he already plays with confidence and stuff like that because he he prepares himself for it. That's but now right. you know you go down there and you're on the big stage and stuff like that, you know. Yeah. And you go out there and do that. I mean, you're. I, I hope that he wins it because you're representing Michigan first Absolutely. of all. Absolutely. You know, and I think that that's first and foremost. And and not only that, if he wins it, I think that you know he's he'd be obviously well deserved. Yeah. Before we go to break, I just want to throw out there. There's some breaking news, and for our last segment where we look ahead to next year. What it year, is? I want to run it past you guys. I want to play a little bit of a surprise with you guys and uh, see your reaction to it. On the classifications? Yeah. Okay, yeah, we'll get there. So I got handed those oh, notes you, as you well. Did? Yeah, so we'll, well do that. I'm not that No, no, but the, no, no, we're going we're gonna to put that in the end. So okay. uh, this is a tease. We're going to take our first break. When we come back, we're going to talk about our all-tournament team, and then we'll talk about some of the breaking news at the end of the show. Stay Dude. with us. This is Hang Time. Fundraising should be fresh, flavorful, and simple. We have the perfect solution at Hungry Howie's. Dough Razor. Your team or school can sell paper pizza certificates that can be redeemed for one medium pizza at participating locations. We've been doing this fundraiser for about four years, and it's the easiest and best and most profitable fundraiser they have in Michigan. Go to DoughRaiser.com to learn more and sign up. Your next fundraiser comes with flavored crust. Welcome to Hungry Howie's Dough Razor. All right, welcome back to Hang Time. Very special final edition of the 2017-2018 basketball season. We are discussing uh, what we just finished discussing, the entire boys basketball state finals, kind of wrapped up the weekend and uh, everything that took place within the teams and uh, the individual standouts. We wanted to kind of do one little part where we kind of talk about our own 
our state champs, our 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 hangies, whatever the awards we want to <laughs> yeah, get. Hangies. Yeah, the hangies. Yes, exactly. Like uh, to uh, for for the uh, f- just for the tournament, just for the final four. Uh, you know, performances over the last two days. Let's face it, those were on the biggest stage. Who stepped up the biggest in the biggest moments? And uh, I know that, uh, Jeff, I believe you had the list, so why don't you go ahead and read it, and we'll talk about it. Uh, so we're going to start off with, uh, in the backcourt, we're going to go with Foster Lawyer. Stunning. Yeah. Exactly. Um, uh, Southfield Christians Harlan Beverly. It's not too bad. It's a pretty good little right. one-two punch yeah. there. There's no doubt about yeah. it. Detroit Edison's P.J. Mitchell. Right. Yep. Catalyst. Benton yes. Harbor's Carlos Scooby Johnson. Now we're getting into the front Big court. Shot. Yes. Yep, in the front court. Yes. And Grand Rapids Catholic Central's Marcus Bingham. So yeah. again, you can go a couple ways on that. I think if you look at that five, that that's an impressive five that you it's could pretty bad. match up against any group that uh, has come out of the last. That, that 10 might years. be the team that could you, beat Clarkson. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right. 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 Foster beating Foster. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Yeah, bizarro Foster. Right. Yeah, but just kind of your thoughts as we kind of wrap this season and these uh, individuals and and again big names mm-hmm. on this list. It's a memorable yeah. tournament. And People are going to be talking about yeah. this tournament, yeah. especially the Class A game for years to come, or I should say the performance that the yeah. lawyer put forth. Um, people are going to be talking about Scooby Johnson's uh, game winner and 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 that uh, that great Class B final. One for years shining to come. moment. That's right. South of Christian, you know they're they're. You know, like we said in the last segment, can be easily make a, a, a an argument that they're one of the greatest, if not the greatest, um, small school state will, champion will, of all time. Will Harland be the uh, favorite for Mister Basketball heading into the season? I, I think one of the look at him and Romeo Weems. Yeah, if, depending on uh, if Romeo comes uh, back, there's, right, there's, there's there's and Rocket Watts. Yeah. Rock, yeah, Rocket yeah. Watts definitely right. deserves to be in that mix, and there's there's a couple other guys too, and I'm I'm sure yeah. we're missing them, but yeah. well, now, it, let's say this for making making a run. I, you know, and I think that when we've looked back on the past and some of the on previous shows, you know, winning a state championship, you know, going into your senior or ending your junior year, you know, obviously, you know, it pushes you to the forefront. Playing at the Breslin, Harlan, yes, yeah. Harlan is a household name. Now. Yeah. Has there oh ever been? A, has there ever been a Mister Basketball in Class D? That's what I was just about to ask. That's That's a, yeah. I have no idea. That's an interesting thing. I to look do at. not believe so. And then, the, and then the Edison run they had. Yeah, I mean, so yeah. it, there's a lot of great storylines sure. um, from all four classes. A lot of great efforts uh, on the big stage. So I think this is this is a, a final four, and the, the 2018 basketball campaign, boys basketball campaign, and the MHSA is something that will live on for ages. And well, since, since we've got some kind of breaking news that we'll discuss in our final part yep. of the. Uh, show we might as well go ahead and just since we're kind of rolling that way anyway talk about what to expect next year who are the teams coming back next season mm-hmm. uh, that we expect to be there at the Breslin at the end if all kind of plays out I think that hey, I, I think it's hard not to say that that River Rouge isn't going to be back they bring back so many so many players Javian Torrance is the only, is the only senior I know you, and old Redford has got quite a bit of uh, of talent We'll see what's going they on. Got, they, got a, they got a coaching no, uh, vacancy. You know, okay. Coaching vacancy. Um, I really like Benton Harbor. I think that, and when, when we're talking about uh, our all our all awards and stuff like that, the hangies, you know, yeah. I think that you know Corey Sterling did a phenomenal job, and, job, and I think that he would be the you know our, the coach either, of either the coach of the weekend. Oh yeah, either either he or Bo Neely, but um, I think yeah. that Corey Sterling, you know, they've got the ball rolling at at Benton Harbor, and I and. Trust me, they're going to be on on cloud nine, if not cloud nineteen, um, for a little I, while to go. I think the only team that that played in a final this year that is, I think, a guarantee to be back next year is Southfield Christian. Yeah, right. Um, yep. It just it just shows yep. you the depth that we're, we finally are at. You know, 
you know, the, the last 10 years for me covering high school basketball, you know, it was it seemed pretty top-heavy. We kind of knew who was going back. I think this year was so deep we didn't really know for sure. We knew Clarkson, we knew Southfield Christian, but, you know, I, you know, I got the Class B and C predictions completely wrong. Well, uh, let's say this. De- I think pretty much everybody picked Depsa at the beginning yeah, of the year. Yes, yes. And then they had the ebbs and the flows. Yeah. You know? Yeah, <laughs> and no so, doubt. I mean, it, it is what it is, you know? So, uh, where, but, where, yeah. where does Clarkston go from here? It's going to be, gonna, no matter what happens, it's going to be a transition. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're graduating the entire rotation. Dan you're Fife. You're graduating is it, 97 and 6. Dan Fife yep. has admitted that he's pondering his future. So, you know, his return is up in the air. Um, Somebody off their bench will be the head coach, though. Yeah, More well, I, I don't think there's a question, well, from what we're hearing, that if Dan Fife decides to, to take a bow uh, after 36 seasons and 703 victories, uh, yeah. that Timmy Wasilk will, will take over, the former girls coach and yep. former Clarkston two-sport star um, that, that has been on the bench with Dan now for the last couple of years yep. being groomed. But, uh, you know, this could be a year um, – you know they've won twelve straight league championships out of the OA Red. They're, I I would be shocked if they're if they're contending for a state title next year, um, yeah. and I wouldn't be shocked if they if that streak of twelve straight league titles comes to an end um, because they're going to have to be breaking in a whole new lineup. They're going to have to be playing a whole new different style of basketball. Uh, you know the the positive uh, is that they have a front court that was learning. Uh, on the bench this year, they got a, a two-headed monster of a front court in sophomore Matt Nicholson, who's about six eleven and is yep. already getting a lot of looks from high major programs. And then Garrett Dellinger, um, who's a six six man child at the power You do know that they have a freshman that's coming in next year too. No, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean uh, Fletcher, uh, Fletcher lawyer. Yeah, yeah exactly. but he's a six one Fletcher lawyer. You know, yeah. I mean he's he's. He's passed up Foster and, and quite a while ago. And so Chase Wasilk, yep. who's Timmy Wasilk's nephew, who was a starter. Um, his younger brother, Keegan Wasilk, was a very, very talented eighth grader. So we could have two freshmen that are in the rotation yep. in Fletcher Lawyer. I mean, that's probably not going to be until 2020, 2021. Right. You know, that, that kind of rolls around. Obviously, so. things can shake out differently, but right. in Class A, uh, yep. where do you see the, the power shifting to? I... I, I tell you what, I Back. like Renaissance. Um, I, I like UD Jesuit. UD Jesuit's going to be good. Renaissance is good. I mean, those schools are right around them. I mean, you're a mile and a half away. I mean, it's a recruit. Uh, how about, uh, how about Orchard Lake? Orchard Lake's, Orchard Orchard Lake's going to be nice. Yep. Yeah. They, um, let's see. They've got a couple of Africans that if were on the bench this year. If they can be eligible just to add some size, um, yeah, without a doubt. I'd really like to see – I'd like to see a team from Lansing kind of emerge. You know, East Lansing has been yeah. pretty much the only team that's really been able to carry, you know, that that weight with Brandon Johns. But I mean, they've they've had such a lull after Lansing Sexton. You know, you had Paul Crosby and you had Holt and stuff like that. But since then, yeah, they, you they, don't they, see you know, the the Everett's, which were usually always you know right. strong, strong contenders. Yeah. yeah so yeah. Uh, how about on the, how, how about on the west side of the state? Uh, Catholic Central's got some. They've got some young guys. Grand Rapids yeah. Christian's got some young guys. Um, I'm interested to see Holland how West Macau, Ottawa Macau done Macau now because of I think that they just group. lose. I, I think that they lose, lose a l- few guys. Yeah. Um, I know that Muskegon's got quite a few guys that are that are that are young and ready to step in. DeAndre, DeAndre Carter's, uh, you know, a junior that's been Billy, that's Billy been Roberts waiting. is only a sophomore. Big Billy Roberts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a. 
that dude right there, man. He's one of he's one of my favorite guys <laughs> to watch. He's another Division like One, that. high major Division One football. Yeah, nothing like smiling man. and stuff like that when you're banging and rebounding and boxing out and stuff like this. The guy's got a smile on his yeah, face. Yeah, yeah. On. One of the things he's we talked about all season long was that the PSL was back and that we had so many teams across the board who were strong and can beat each other. We certainly saw that uh, East this English. season. Right. So what do you think Only about lose to Julius. next season? Um, and Godwin. Hmm? Xavier Godwin is good. Oh, yeah, and Xavier Godwin. I apologize. Um, but, yeah, they've got Tariq Shepard, who's yep. a point guard. He's got Division One offers. Um, the homeboy, Sudi McElroy, right. by far the best name. Sudi, that's my 2019 uh, name of the year. Um, and they've also got Jay Sean Moore, who's a six foot six sophomore as well. And they've got the big fella, and his name is skipping me right now, but he's a pretty big guy. And I try to convince him all the time. I was like, I remember there used to be a guy like you, Cedric Lattimore, who liked basketball. There you go. But yeah, uh, but, but destiny had a different choice Iowa, for him. In Iowa City right now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, you and, know, yeah, and Benton playing Har- football. And, and Benton Harbor certainly not going anywhere, right? Yeah, yeah. Benton Harbor's going to be super tough. Yep. You know, uh, yep. you know, just dropping down to Class C. You look at Glen Lake with Okerlund and Hazelton. Yes. You know they got shooting. I know Cade Peterson is who's a very important part of that team is gone. He's going to go play football at Grand Valley State. But I, I really liked what I saw from Glen Lake this weekend, and you know it wouldn't surprise me at all if they go into next year as the the favorite. What position is Peterson playing on the, on the gridiron? He's a quarterback, and I believe he's also a defensive back, like safety, something like that. What about really? what about six uh, four? No, no, two, six, five, what about Hazel Park? You know they kind of had they their, lost their no head chance. coach. Uh, yeah. Brandon Barrett has left to go uh, take I've the seen job their at JV. University no prep. No chance, right? And then that whole ro- <laughs> that whole rotation leaves. It's it's gonna Got be it. it's gonna be back to the Hazel Park of old. We're yeah. gonna see that more where we see teams that just for one season are kind of together. It's there, and then well, they it's had two, just they had gone. Two, they had two seasons, yeah, two, seasons. two okay. silent seasons. Um, not, they didn't go the way they wanted it to, right. but yeah, but there's some other guy. I think was Bloomfield. You know, Donovan Donovan Moore yeah, is yeah, one of those guys where one. you talk about somebody who could emerge as a Mr. Basketball candidate in, in in time. Um, definitely, Troy was good know, this year. Yeah, yeah, but they lose good. Danny yeah. Sully, they lose well, Dietz, they, they lose, lose uh, Leon Ayers. I wouldn't be um, shocked if Gary Freilich calls it a career. Well, I mean, I'm I'm totally speculating. Right. I don't want to put words in Gary's mouth. Right. Making but, decisions. Um, <laughs> making decisions. They, they got to find a new scorekeeper, I'm, too, then. <laughs> I love Gary. I mean, I've known Gary since I was a teenager. He does an amazing job. Took this Troy squad uh, to the regionals this year. Took him to the quarters last year. Right. I just, uh, just like Dan, you know, he's he's getting up there in age, and, and he's got grandkids to, to spend time yeah. with, and I just don't know if he wants to go through another rebuilding process. I think another team in Class C would be, or they are in Class C or Class B is Harper Woods. Um, they've got a real young group, Arvis Young, over there, they've got a point guard, uh, Curtis Jackson, who's a sophomore. And I, I was watching him play, and I'm blah, 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 blah. I'm doing my stuff after this. I was like, by the way, what's your grade point average? He's got a 4.1 or something like that. So, oh, so he's going to go into yeah. something that makes more money than me? Hey, I'll tell you what. Sometimes it happens, or maybe he'll just decide <laughs> to become be an, an author or something like that. Could go like be that. a doctor or a lawyer. Yeah. And then finally, how about our number one team all season long, Ann Arbor Skyline? And Ann Arbor Skyline won't be bad because they've got Ryan, Ryan Wade. Wade. And, and I'll tell you this. From the guys that I've talked to in Ann Arbor, there's a lot of young talent that's coming up in Ann Arbor, um, yeah. in, as far as, especially Huron and and Pioneer. Drew when Louder's I talk to guy. those guys, yeah, Drew Louder, and I know they they've got um, uh, the big fellow who just moved into it's killing me six 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 seven uh, Pryor Kayshawn Pryor, um, who's not too bad either. Um, but when I've talked with Pioneer and I've talked with the Huron, and I hope that this isn't feeding any fuel to the fire, but I'm just going to throw some gasoline on yeah, it. That's all right. You know, they look at it like, hey, you know, Skyline had their run, but we're back. You know, we're not going to let the new guys on the block, 
you know, come around and kick us around too much longer. And so that southeastern conference is going to yes. be strong. Right? Yes. Yeah. Yep. 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 So well, when the Canton con- should be all right. Yeah. When the can- when the yeah. when the conferences are strong, uh, you know, then they have the best you know I, chance, as we saw with PSL this year. I think you look uh, at it, there's a lot of uncertainty with who's going to be there, and that's a good thing. Well, you it know, shows you what a great senior right. class this was, and it yes. was. Yeah. This is a senior class yeah. that right. you know stacks up with any that I've covered in the last 11, well, 12 when, years. When I first started here at State Champs Williamston. four years ago. Yeah, Williamston. Williamson's going to be good in Class okay. B. Yeah. Saginaw is going to be good. They've got all sophomores. Arthur Hill's got quite a few juniors. They yeah. finished slow, I think 0 and 5 or something like that. Flint Beecher, hold on. Flint Beecher. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Jalen Terry. Yeah. 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 They, they, you woke they, up. They, no, I'm just saying their hiatus yeah. is limited to one year and they're back yeah. in the, you know, back yeah. at the Breslin. So right. yeah, so, the, the cupboard is not en- empty at all in Michigan. Right. But, you know, going back to what Scott was saying about this senior class, when I first started here at State Champs, the first story I wrote regarding basketball was this freshman class of, you know, Brandon Johns, Foster Lawyer, David DeJulius, and, and obviously like Marcus Bingham was added to it later as he developed. It was kind of like a, if these guys pan out, we're going to see one of the best years of high school basketball that we, we've seen in the last decade. And, yeah. and it p- played out that way, and very rarely does it play out that way because we're in an era of you know guys going to prep schools and leaving. And these guys stayed and it made for a memorable high really school basketball Really the only year. one that left was Dwayne Washington. I mean, we right, had, yeah. I mean, and obvi- unfortunately, Kithy or the, si- the situation was there. Yes. But we also gained Travion Williams. You know, yeah. Travion Williams was. I remember like people talking about this mythical creature down <laughs> down on Cass and yeah. Antoinette or whatever road, you know, Milwaukee and stuff like that in Midtown. You know, and it's yeah. like what an office building. There's a school there. You know, and all of a sudden you walk in there and it's just like you got to check in. You know, and it's like this. You know, I punch your card or whatever. I mean, right. obviously you don't punch cards anymore. We hit the four numbers or whatever yeah. to log in. But yeah, but twenty first century, we, TJ. But, yeah, but we've gained some stuff. Hey, there's nothing wrong with uh, <laughs> the the manual cha-ching. Right. <laughs> Well, there's no doubt that uh, the the great thing is, yes, we had uh, great, great teams, great, great players step to the forefront. We also, of course, like you do in any march, have surprises. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think that Novi Skyline game and, and the atmosphere oh, uh, yes. in that was uh, amazing. Probably you my know, favorite game of the year. At Salem High School, and, uh, and it certainly delivered. Catholic uh, Central is going to be pretty good. Yep. Well, Tana, well, it sounds Tana like Jr. the Catholic League yeah. is yeah. going to be what the PSL was maybe this year. And, and you talk about somebody other. else who might step down is Essler over at Warren De La Salle. I mean, he had a, he had a, a that senior group pretty much all they all graduate. That right. Novi Belleville quarterfinal is going to go down. It's one of the great Elite Eight games in MHSA history. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. 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 Give credit to Novi. It's been a heck of a I mean, run. And I mean, no disrespect to Novi, but you look at how close we were to having Gabe Brown and Brandon Johns. In the Final Four. Right. And, yeah. the and Davion and the, and Davion yeah. We almost had so many guys that were going to Michigan and Michigan State, yeah. and I was looking at it for, for I, don't, I don't know, for, for my own reasons. When you get to look back in the past and you say, all right, Michigan, Michigan State, yeah. you know, and you get to point and you say, all yeah. right, and, you know, like, yeah. You right. Know? And not only that, it had been great to have to that many more Michigan. I mean, that would have been, if, you know, if East English winds up making it too or something like that. Imagine having Michigan and Michigan State fans, you know, having them just – Build that rivalry, and this and no one's going to be there for the next four or five years. It's 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 wonderful for the state of Michigan. Yes, especially if they were both still alive in the tournament. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah There's yeah. only one. Too yeah. bad the the, zones, the, only hy- one. the hypotheticals. Yes, exactly. So, uh, all right. Thank you, gentlemen. Uh, we are going to take our final timeout, uh, and we're going to come back with some breaking news. These guys don't even know, but we're mm-hmm. just going to kind of throw it out there and see what they, uh, what their opinion is. Something that happens every year around around this time, and there's always uh, surprises. So, stay with us. That's our final tease. Hang time. We'll be back for the final time in just a moment. 
Coaching basketball is a rewarding and challenging pursuit, but you don't have to do it alone. The Basketball Coaches Association of Michigan are here to support you. BCAM is the largest coaches association in the country with nearly 6,000 members representing college, high school, and middle school ranks. Members have access to drills, clinics, job opportunities, and it's the only way to vote for our annual awards, including Mr. and Miss Basketball. Join today by visiting bcam.org because better coaching always matters. Thanks for coming back to Hang Time one final time. Hope you've enjoyed the show. Again, you know, comment on us at, at Twitter, uh, on Facebook, Instagram, uh, on YouTube. Uh, we love to hear the comments. We'll be back next season. Uh, maybe we'll start up even earlier yeah. uh, as we plan on having some events in December. So I know we'll do some stuff around right. that. Right. We plan on having a showcase here at Lawrence Tech involving some of the best teams in the state. Uh, we're going to work that to work that out. Plus, I'm hoping that we can get together this season-long dunk contest that I want to do. And uh, I want to make that happen. If it does, that will be something that we will definitely be be talking about. And uh, it will be very awesome. But uh, just recently, uh, and I mean as recently as an hour ago, uh, the new classifications have come out for Mm -hmm. the school year in 2018 and 19. So we're going to see 22 schools move up in class. For 18, 19, 15 schools are moving down. Jeff, yep. what are some of the ones uh, right off the bat that jump out? To I'm gonna you? I'm gonna list the teams going from yeah. Class B to Class A. I'm gonna look right at Scott and TJ. Yep. Detroit Mumford from Class B to Class A, Flint Southwestern, Hazlitt, Jackson Northwest, New Boston Huron, and River Rouge. Hey, hey, moving to Class A. All right, all what right. Does, what does that mean for River Rouge in Class A? Because I. Yeah, that could be the favorite they, in Class A. Yeah, I, they're, yeah, they're I they're definitely going to be up there. Class A is yeah. this is most up for grabs. It's been about five years, mm-hmm. and River Rouge I think is getting in Class A at the right time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And moving down from Class A is Battle Creek, Harper Creek, yep, Detroit Cody, Farmington Hills, Harrison, Hazel Park, and Stevensville Lakeshore. Yep. So those are the schools that are moving down. Well, Hazel Park only went up there for you know, just for, yes. for that team. Yeah. yeah. For the so last yeah, couple years. they'll be very. Well, it was just, a, just, yeah. just this. Yeah. this just, wasn't Bad it just this year. Right. <laughs> weren't reality. they in? Wasn't Hazel Park in B last year? They were, they played basketball yeah. three, four, five years ago. No. They, I didn't know that. <laughs> I'm that saying Carl Bow and and uh, Popoff was uh, Popoff David was Hearns. Uh, yeah. Junior year they were in B. Were they just? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They only went up A for a year. No, I think you got to be up for two years. Okay, maybe they were up for yeah, two years. Yeah, you got you can okay. you got to be up for two years. So moving up from C to B, Constantine Henry Ford, Detroit Henry Ford is going to be uh, Jalen yeah, Rose's leader. Playing, they've been playing. Yeah. Class Detroit B, Henry Ford now. Academy School for Creative Studies. No, Detroit no. Henry Ford is going from B to C. It, they're in C, it, no, they're going from C, C to B. C to B. They're, they're competing in B. But okay, I all right, classified okay. as a C. School. All right, cool. Right. Gotcha. Yep. Gotcha. Uh, Jalen Rose Leadership Academy is going to Class B. Uh, Detroit School of Arts, Houghton, Nagani, Pinconning, and Wixom St. Catherine of Siena, which we know is a growing Catholic league girls, school. Yes. Girls yeah, school. girls school, which uh, is good. Good girls basketball uh, and yeah, good no, volleyball. They're going to be good gonna softball. Be strong. Yeah. Yep. Down from B to C, Dearborn Advanced Technology Academy, E Course, Herring's Harrison, and Millington. So they're going down to C. Millington. Uh, I think Millington can be a little bit of a player in that Mid Michigan area, being a Class E school. At least in boys yeah, they've, had, they've had some guys that are. They've got some guys that in the past. Reese Middleton, I think, yep. was one of their guys. You think graduated in seventeen? Schools yeah. moving up from Class D to C, not Southfield Christian. 
Uh, Bark River Harris, Big Rapids Crossroads Academy, Hope of Detroit Academy, Misik, Morency, Munising, Rogers City, and Wyoming Potter's House Christian. Morency was just in the Class D finals not too long ago. Potter's House wasn't that bad this year. No, pretty strong. Now I'll let Jeff read moving down from CDD, and this is what we said that was so this just, one just to hear. This it one is, is just depressing to hear. And it's Detroit Southeastern going from Class C all the way down to Class D. Is am I wrong? I, I'll, I'll tell you this when. When they want to make a nerve run, in in with Brandon Kearney, yep, I want to say that they had twenty two hundred students, and for them to lose two thousand students, the Jungle Ears, and no, well, I mean they redid a, they redid yeah, a, they redid a lot of it, but man, like it's, you, I mean, like uh, my dad lives right around in that area in, in lower south in lower east side of Detroit, yeah. and I mean is it, yeah, I mean it's just depressing just to see that. I mean, there are no schools over there. I mean, right. like, how many? Like, where do you go to school now? Yeah. I mean, you go to. I mean, let's say this: if they've got two hundred school, two hundred kids that are at that school, two hundred fifty kids at that school, that means that they probably only use a quarter of that school. Right. right. Well, on, on top of that, you you just look at Detroit Southeastern was in Less. the state. I mean, it's gonna look like the Packer plant. They were in the state finals right. in twenty thirteen. This is a this is a proud program, and to see them go from Class A to Class D in a matter of oh, five, five years, years is just yep. it's heartbreaking. It really yeah. is because you know class D enrollment is 193 and below. Jesus, I'm just what, like, where do the kids go to school? I mean, you, so hold on, uh, you know, I got to go over there and I got to look over to the, the open enrollment rouge. East you know, I mean, right. th- that, yeah. to be honest, that's what's probably going on yeah. is that a lot of those kids are just being bussed in from you know, and they're going out to Warren or they're going out to uh, East Detroit, maybe. Yeah, right. You know, and I mean, you got to live in Gross Point if you're going to go to school Fit, there. Fits Warren Fits. Yep. Yeah, or yeah. or or they're going to Rouge. Yeah. You know, I mean, saying Rouge goes from B to A. I mean, obviously, got to have more people. They're not building right. new houses in Rouge. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just just to finish out the yeah. list, the the rest of the teams going from C to D: Menden, New Buffalo, Pittsford, which means Pittsford's going to yeah. be back in the mix in the Class D on the girls' side. Yep, yep. yep. Um, Saginaw Michigan Lutheran Seminary mm-hmm. and Saginaw Nouvelle Catholic Central, who I think was and, just up in Class C yep, for a year. And Lutheran Seminary build, you know, a good football program yeah. that uh, that is. On the rise, so, yep. and there are some postseason eligible tournament schools now: Dearborn yep. Heights Wise Academy, Pontiac Arts and Technological Academy, and well, now you've got Taylor, yeah, Taylor, which Truman is now Taylor. Truman and Kennedy merging. So and they're going to be Class A, then. Yeah, they will be. Uh, well, they're so. el- they're postseason eligible. They have to be Class A. There used to yeah. be three yeah. high schools in, in Taylor. Taylor yeah, Center. Taylor Center. Yep. Wow. I know. Just when we started state champs, we had yeah. all three there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Taylor Kennedy, man, Steve Avery School. Yeah, the, baseball uh, team should be phenomenal. End of an era, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so. Hockey team should be all right. Well, I mean, you know, Taylor Truman had some good basketball yeah, teams yeah. just yeah. a few Aaron years Foster ago. Foster Smith, yeah, yeah. Suttles was doing good. great job. Yeah, and I think that Suttles is retiring as well. Okay, so I mean, it, hey, it's an end of an era for so a they lot. Will be, of... They will be on the Truman campus. That is where the school will be. Gotcha. Right. But it will just be Taylor High School from this point forward. Yeah. So, should, make, think, should uh, turn it, should turn uh, the, one of those schools into like a dodgeball slash um, go kart, you know, paintball kind of thing. Oh right, just just some big super center to have fun. But yeah, yeah. 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 I think these classifications. I think paintball, it, paintball. Yeah, without a doubt. Yeah, <laughs> go yeah. one or the other, or you can just throw little mini balls out like souvenirs at the yeah, at the, at the Breslin. And whirly ball, whirly ball is fun. You ever seen that? Yeah, I, I yeah, played. I played whirly ball. I played whirly yeah, yeah, ball. Exactly. A little bit more bumper difficult. cars on the cross yeah, combined. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but I, I think we're getting ticked off at some. Like, I think just yeah. in terms of classification yeah. stuff, I think River Rouge in Class A is extremely, extremely intriguing. That's our first time ever in Class A, I believe. Yeah, and you, know, 
we've, we've shows talked, how they've grown. Yeah, we yeah. talked to Corey Parker, the football coach yeah. and athletic director, about this, and he's, yeah. he, he was just talking about just how many kids are coming into the district because yeah. River Rouge is a great place to be now. Yeah. And I think it, what's really interesting, and obviously not from a basketball perspective, but for a football perspective, you know, where's you know River Rouge going in the football? Do they go up to Division Two? You know, from right. Division Four, Division Two, something like that, yeah. maybe. Um, and then, yeah, I can't get over the fact that Detroit Southeastern's in Class D. Wow. Yeah. Country Day's going to be pretty solid in Class B, too. Yeah. Now that I'm thinking about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Sorry about that. Just kind of. No, it's. Hey. Yeah. Gamble yeah. <laughs> just throwing it out there. So. And, and just backtracking for a second, when we were throwing out uh, the, the great Class A teams of all time that yeah. could have, you know, possibly not had a chance to to shut down uh, Foster Lawyer. I mean, we forgot the the, the three peat that Detroit Cooley pulled off yeah. um, in, in in the uh, late 80s. Yep. I think it was 87, 88, yeah. 89. Yep. There was a Flint Central team, I think, that went back to back in the early 80s. Yep. So, you know, I don't want to give any disrespect to uh, Flint Town and and, and I mean, there, there are a number yeah. of just, you know, isolated PSL teams in certain years. Hold on. Uh, Magic's that, team. I mean, Lansing Everett. Well, yeah. yeah. That, was kind of a, that was kind of a one in. Uh, all right. right well, but that, what he's that saying that is, is who are the teams one. that could beat, that could beat <laughs> right. Clarkson? Like, who's going to check that guy? Right. You know? Everyone's, like, looking around. You know, matchup. Come although, on. Foster, Foster versus Magic. Ugh, although, <laughs> although I will tell you, and, you know, yeah. one of the things that is forgot, Brother Rice hung in that game. They had right. a half-court yeah. shot to take it to overtime. That's and if, a, if a three-pointer would have been in play, right. then they would have won it. Right. right. They, had, they had Sister Mary or whatever her name is. Right. Name? Sister Lucy? Yeah. I mean, you know. From Loyola. Brother, like, the sure. Brother yeah. Rice and Laura are very proud that they almost yeah. won that game. And, and they, won in the, they won the state title in 74, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I believe they won football and basketball that year. Yeah. Right, even though um, football was mythical, right. it was right before. Yeah, but it's amazing how some of those schools. I mean, I look at it like my my parents moved from Virginia, and, and I had to come with them because you really don't have a choice when you're two or three years old. <laughs> um, but moving to moving moving to Highland Park, you know, it, like I'm, I look at it, and they were it was such a strong basketball tradition. Oh, Highland Park, the polar I, bears. I'm at the school. Uh, I'm just saying yeah, the school man. is the school isn't even around it's anymore. Glenn Blackwell, I mean, Lyman yeah, Dupree, yeah, yeah. Bobby Joe Hill before Bobby, that. Yeah. who was I mean, on it's that, a phenomenal, on phenomenal that Western team right. that upset that, uh, that, Kentucky. Yeah, and that Pershing team with, when Appling was a junior and he scored the record yeah, and with Darren Nicks, Nicks on yeah. that team and they had um, Lou Jean, Lou yeah, Jean Davis. You had Marvin. Oh, right. No, it's Marvin. No, Marvin talk was about, with the talk about some of those like you know those southeastern teams that were so big like with Will Golston, you know, down on at the point. I mean, was Southwestern with Jalen and B? Who Southwestern's Jalen teams? No, a no, you had three, no, you had three NBA players and Vashawn Leonard, yes. Jalen Rose, and Bosley was a little bit before, but yeah. yeah. I mean, then you look at how many teams. Look how many. Look at the run. Those Chris Weber country yeah. A teams. That would be those yeah. would be though. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I'm but they were C playing up in B. Yeah. you know, Yapo Montgomery. You know, I remember Yapo watching Montgomery, him. Kevin I, Colson, the yeah, point guard. I thought Yapo Montgomery was a beast. You know, and then I was like, oh, maybe he's. Just Both Yapo and Chris had these high top fades back then, which yeah. made them like two, three inches taller yeah. than they actually. <laughs> wish I could have. Wish I could have thrown uh, Safia Lathrop a '96 in there. Not, couldn't be done with Greg Grace and, and Mike Chappelle. Chappelle. Yeah. A few other guys on that team. Reggie, but- Reggie really Butler and a whole bunch of other guys. Before, before they lost the show, I uh, made a promise. I made a promise to our Benton Harbor fans because I had three people come up to me and say, "I need you to do me a favor," because they were looking for T.J. Kelly. They said, I need you to do me a favor and thank T.J. Kelly for the motivation all year. Nice, right. nice, nice. Farnham nice. boys for life, and baby. I told him I would right. say it on the podcast at the yes. end of the podcast and bring yes. it up and just let T.J. know that your Benton Harbor faithful is appreciative of Oh, without a doubt. I'll tell you what, Corey Sterling and uh, – yeah, after the semifinal game, you know, he's like, he's like, yeah, you didn't pick us to win. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, I think I'd change up my opinion every single weekend. I think you know? I picked Williamson <laughs> to beat Ben Harbor this year. Yeah, well, I mean, look at I mean, what it goes as a testament to see yes. how great 
I mean, Class B was phenomenal. Let's say this: out of the last four, out of the semifinal teams, four of them were you know in the in the top seven, right? You know, and then you've also and one of them was Williamston. You had Godwin Heights, a strong Godwin Heights team that didn't make it. Lost you know, so districts. I'm, yeah, yeah, so I'm know. just saying it's, it's so like many it's, districts. I mean, the, this year's yeah. districts was carnage. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, and what was dropping out. So yeah, yeah, uh, yeah there's there's no doubt that. Uh, uh, this was a, a, a wacky year. Benton Harbor again proved, you know, that that they were the the team that could be standing at the end, you know, and and that's what basketball is. Uh, I think that uh, we had a great season here to uh, to kick off uh, hang time. I think that uh, you know, again, the fun stuff. You know, TJ's got his Dollar Bay shirt on. We rode them all the way to the Final Four from Dollar from Dollar Bay mm-hmm. to Benton Harbor to yeah. Southfield, Michigan. Yes, we cover it all. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and I'm sure that there were more than three people from Benton the Harbor. The cozy confines of the Lawrence Tech campus. That's right. right. Yes. Right. And again, we love the we love when you come at us. You know, uh, the Clarkston contingent all season long. Yeah. we're clamoring the fact that we weren't number one and, uh, that uh, they were not number one and, and that the skyline Rouge, was number one the river Rouge contingent yep, was on us was for strong. a while too yep yep yeah. yep but again that's that shows the New passion yeah. yeah yeah well I don't know how why aren't we number one right. I was like, well, let's say Eric Williams it's been fun. It's been a great year. Yeah, yeah, really yeah greatly appreciate everything. So we're out of here. Again, you can talk to us on social media. We'll keep the conversation going all the way up until next year. So for TJ, Kelly, Scott Bernstein, Jeff Dulac, even Tom Markowski, of course, Dan Young with BCAM. Uh, I'm Lauren Plant. Thank you so much, and we will see you next year.